Okay. Welcome to the Sunday night edition of, 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 of Tanakh, of, of Novishir, the series Prophetic Visions in the 21st Century, the message of Nevi'im Rishon and the story of the book of Shoftim. This, seri- this series will focus... This, this, this series will, will focus on how Shmuel Anove, the author of the book of Shoftim, sent us many messages for our time. Uh, the series will be dedicated, in, is dedicated in memory of Ravi Rachmiel ben Aromeir. Um, uh, you, could, you could tune in as well on Zoom, on, on podcast after all the year we're on podcast at jewishpodcast.fm slash Ravi Alicia Weiss. So if you're interested, you can hear all the back or or you can hear tonight's year again, it'll be up there as soon as it's done. Uh, tonight's year specifically is, is Zecha Nishmas, Abraham Eliezer, and Yisrael Yitzchak, Nisham Shav, and Aliyah. Ere Rosh Chodesh is coming. Tuesday, Mitzvah Shem, is Rosh Chodesh Kislev. The, the morale says that Hanukkah comes in a time when, when the world is very dark, and Hanukkah sheds that tiny bit of light in, in, in the midst of very heavy darkness. And Hanukkah begins to bring the light to the world as the days begin to get longer, usually around Hanukkah time, uh, somewhat after that, the next couple of weeks after that. Uh, light is, is, is what has to always be looked for in, in darkness. The um, Chazal tell us that the Jewish people are compared to the Levona, to the moon that the moon has its cycles. It rises up and it rises down. Uh, Shekhar brings a minog that, 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 that you should try to make weddings during the first half of the month uh, because that, that's considered bracha when the moon is rising and the time where we can say Kiddush Levana. Uh, and it's the idea of it's, it's, it's a mazel dick at time. Uh, but, uh, but at the same time, the moon goes down and it gets dark in the world. And, and that sometimes when it's dark, bad things happen. Uh, Yaakov Avinu was Masake in Tefillah Sarvis. Mara tells us that Yaakov Avinu was the first to daven Marav. And, and, and when did he daven Marav? As he was heading into Golis. As he was heading away from his home to Choron, to an uncertain future, not knowing what's, not knowing what's going to happen. And, 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 and he said, like he, he established that we have to have faith in the darkness. We can't see the world in front of us. It's not clear. And, and we have to hope that in the darkness, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. There's a famous Hasidic uh, idea that a little bit of light lights up a tremendous amount of darkness. So when you see light, so, and that's, that's, that's the message of Hanukkah, that in the dark, as Maral points out, that in the darkness, you have Hanukkah. The story of Shoftim is, is, is a very, is a lot of darkness. Uh, and, and tonight's story is a very dark story. But, but we do rise up above it. And I, I, think, I think, although the story is a pretty sad story, it's a pretty bad story, um, but we do rise above it. And I think that's the takeaway from the story. The Gemara tells us in Mesech Shabbos and Daf Kuf Yutes, Gemara lists a whole host of reasons why the base, why the Chorban base of Migdash came about. Uh, we didn't say Kriyashma, and we didn't say uh, 
we spoke we spoke the other day in in the, in the nightly halacha about lo birchu tchila. They didn't say the brachos on the Torah, and and they they there was, there was no longer yeshivas. There was a lot of darkness, but 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 we don't believe that in, in total darkness. We believe that there's mostly darkness, but even in that darkness, we see the light. So when we read these stories in Tanakh, we have to remember that we're like the moon. That the moon goes down, it gets very dark. But at the beginning of every month, it starts to rise and get brighter and brighter and brighter. As I'll tell us that Am Yisrael is compared to the moon, and Malchus based David as well is compared to the moon. Um, we've, we've spoken over the last several weeks about breakdown in, in Midos Tovos and how the Jewish people uh, really rejected basic mitos, karasatov. Uh, Particularly here, it's a story of, a, of, being, un, of being ungrateful. What's called as as tova. And, and we're gonna see that that becomes a very deep thing. So we spoke at the end of last week, we're, we're at Parak Test, if you're in the Arts Crawl, it's on page 170. It's Shoftim, it's Shoftim Parak Test. The, uh, we spoke at the end of, of couple of points that have to be brought out here. Uh, Gidon was offered to be the king. Gidon and his children were offered kingship, which he refused. And, and we spoke about how he kind of retired to his, to his condominium and, and he had many children. And, and then he died as, as the Seva Tovat. Only like Avraham Avinu, he died, he died the Seva, the Seva Tovat. Um, that, and, and, and that's what happened. Um, now, but as soon as he died, the Novi tells us at the end of Perak Ches, by Yehikash Meis Gidon, Baman Pasuk Lamed Gimel, by Yashivu Bnei Yisrael, by Yisnuach Harei Avalim, by Yasim Lahem Baal Bris Leelohim, and they 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 went off and they started worshiping the Baalim, and they did and they did everything wrong. Those Achru Bnei Yisrael, Hashem Elohehem, and they 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 forgot Hashem, Amatzilo Samiyad Kol Oivem Yisrael, who has saved us. And they did not do chesed with, with Beis Yerubal and, and basically that's how, that's, how, that's how it ends. Uh, and it ends in, in, you know, in a very sad, a very sad moment uh, a couple, after a time um, according to what we discussed, Midjan was the most difficult persecutor of the Jewish people. We spoke about the inability to harvest and to plant and, 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 the, and how they, they really, and they had to build fortresses and all, all of those things. And Gidon came and saved them from all of that. And what, what resulted was nothing. Nothing resulted. While Gidon was alive, it was fine. And as soon as he dies, it all, it all, it all disappears, and that—that's obviously a very, uh, a very sad, very sad moment in, um, in, in our story. Now, oh, here. Now. It says it says in Pasuk Lamed Beis that he had children, and uh, and it also says that he had a concubine, and from that concubine came Avimelech. So uh, I don't need to tell you that in Tanakh, Pilak Shim are never a 
with, with, one, with, with two exceptions, Bilal and Zilpa. Only Bilal and Zilpa were Pilak Shim a good thing. But in general, Pilak Shim um, are often a sign uh, of trouble. Uh, we will eventually get to the story of what's called Pilegish Begiva, which is arguably the most tragic story of Jew Jewish history. Um, but uh, from, uh, from, a, from, a, uh, from a spiritual perspective. But um, anyway, he has this child. The Barbanel says the following, as I want to read this to you. Um, it's in Tart's call note 31. And he called his name Avimelech. The unusual expression he made his name implies that there was a special significance in this name, which means my father, the king. Indeed, it was as if Gidon prophesied Avimelech's future. Where he seized the rulership of the people after his father's death. And that's, kind of a, and, and that's where our story takes off. Ravi Mela becomes this, uh, uh, this, this king. So let's see, Pesachal. Let, let, let's begin and let's analyze this story. Uh, again, it's a frightening story, but, but, but it's a story that has to be discussed. Vayelech Ravi Melech, ben Yerubal Shema. Okay, so just, just remind us of the setting. Yedonis died. He had left behind many children. And now there's a little bit of a, uh, of a power struggle uh, that's, that's about to take place. So when power struggles take place, you know, we know nothing, uh, nothing good ever happens. Uh, I, I would say the only one that, 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 that didn't have the tragic, tragic proportion was, was Adonio when he rebelled against uh, Shlomo. Although in the end he he, he was killed, but but most of the people fled, and most of the people got the message that they weren't going to be successful, so they gave it up. That was probably the only time where uh, in history. The, the other time where cooler minds prevail was when when Bnei Gad and Bnei Ruvain built the Mizbeach on the other side of the Yardin, and and when the civil war was about to break out, Pinchas went and spoke to them, and 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 they explained to him how. How they they're doing it as a sign to remind their children that we're part of the Jewish people, not to give carbonos, not to have a separate Judaism on our side of the of the river. Um, so there there are moments in history where Jewish minds, where, where cool cooler heads prevail. Uh, often, but often not. <laughs> so it's often our problem. Anyway, So he went to his mother's brothers. And he went and he spoke to his entire mother's father's household, saying, Go and speak to all of the people of Shechem. He says, how do you want this to go down? Gidon is now dead. So somebody has to rule. Okay? So, Hamshobachem Shivimish. So we have a 70, so we have a, a rulership of 70 people, right? All, all the sons, are, all the children of Gidon, should they be in charge all together? Right, the Sanhedrin, that's what I was thinking. Or should we just have one guy? And, and, and he said to him, and remember that I am your bone and, and your flesh. I mean, I'm, I'm part of you, I'm one in the same uh, with, with you. As, as uh, Masudat David points out, what was he saying? Because of my closeness to you, 
You should make me king. And everyone else should be pushed away. So, so he paints a picture based on an illusion of, of grandeur that he had, but, but, he, but he sold it like, like everyone, everyone else. You know, you know when, uh, when Shabtai Tzvi claimed himself as Mashiach, you know, so how, did that, how did that happen? How does, how does something like that happen? Uh, like, and that was really, really bad. Uh, many people say that's what led to the fi finding of the of the Baal Shem. Um, you know how that happens? And you have good salespeople. When people talk up a good story, like when people hit you where, 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 where it makes sense, and when people talk up a good story, things happen. And then word starts to spread. And then, and then oh, you, oh, really? You heard that? I heard that. I heard. And then Abimelech here uh, talked up, uh, uh, he talked up a good story. Good story he's telling them. He says, listen, I'm really part of you. I really should be in charge of you. Nobody else should, should be in charge. You're not going to make it with, uh, you know, with, um, with too many people. <laughs> so this is what happens. So his mother's brother spoke all, all, all these words about him. Um, so his mother's brother sold his story to the people of Shechem. They said, listen, this guy, he's going to make it good for us. He's our man, right? They, they were the campaign managers. They, they, they were, they, they sold, uh, they, were, they were in charge of the, of the voting. Well, <laughs> we don't, we don't, we don't, we know, we speak about how the Novi's talking to us. Look right here, here it is. We have, we had uh, the ballot boxes here, right here. Uh, people were selling, uh, as we're gonna see, the wrong guy. Okay, that was not a political comment. That was a, that was a prophetic uh, comment of Novi. Okay. Um, anyway, so what happens? So listen to this. So he, sa so he says, so they do the following. And they gave him seven, they gave, they gave him 70 pieces of silver. The baseball bris. Baseball bris was an avodazor. Right? Listen to what he does. It's scary. He, he hires anashim rekim upochazim by he hires assassins, right? wars, and, and impetuous people, people not, uh, not, not of great substance, like people that really are bad people, mercenaries. I, I, I couldn't help it, my, my, you know, my, my hand on, on Jewish history. That's what Kalnitsky was it, did. Well, well, and it's called what's called in Jewish history Gzeras Tachvatat in the year 1648 and 1649. So Bogdan Kalmitsky went through the Ukraine. You think the Ukraine, Ukraine has never been a good place for Jewish people? Um, if, 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 uh, how did they, how, how did that work? Because, because it was a time where, where, where mercenaries were looking to do to for for a connection. And he sold himself to, to these mercenaries and to, and to these peasants and to Anashim Reikim, really. People of no substance. And they joined his army and, and, and they carried out terrible atrocities against our people. The, 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 the estimated numbers in, is that 250,000 people 
uh, were killed. 250,000 Jews were killed between the year 1648 and 16. It was the Holocaust of the 17th, of the 17th century. They didn't have the, the ability to do what, what the Nazis uh, had the ability to do in 1648 and 1649. Now it's, a it's a really, it's really a terrible story. That's what led to Shabbat Street, because people were, the Jewish world was so, was so depressed. And, and, and later on, it also led to the, to the Baal Shem. And the Baal Shem, you know, the, the Baal Shem, if you, if you think about the Baal Shem Tov, uh, I'm, not, I'm not a really great expert on, on, uh, on Hasidic philosophy, but on a simple level, I could tell you that what he was trying to sell to the Jewish people is pick your heads up. Like, let's be happy. Let's, let's enjoy. Let's enjoy the world we live in. Let's enjoy our lives. And that idea of a niggin and that idea of, of, of different things that the Baal Shem uh, successfully sold to, to a, lot, a lot of Jewish people um, was not a wrong idea in a time where, where, where Jewish spirit was broken. Uh, you know, people knew about Hamas. It spread, you know, it was a terrible story. And that's, and that's because you have these mercenaries you know, you know the Ukrainians, and the same thing in the Holocaust. What, what do you think happened? Uh, one guy didn't kill six million people. You had, you had tons of people uh, that were not of substance, people that were of low moral values, that were looking to be part of something, uh, and they and they went along. And, and, and right, right, you know, right here, the Novi tells us that sad story. Once you deal with people that are mercenaries, that are that are not on a shell, uh, that expression on a shimrei kim. Boars, people that have no moral values. Once you bring them in, so then, so then you're uh, uh, right. If I if I may, if I may be slightly uh, animated, um, that's the story of the Lion King, right? What, what happens in the Lion King? Um, uh, Mufasa was the uh, I don't remember all the names, but Mufa, uh, when uh, when the brother takes over, Scar, Scar. right? Thank you, Scar. He brings in all the, the mercenaries, right? And, right, the, the hyenas, and and, uh, and 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 when they come back, the kingdom is is, is famine and it's dried out, and, and and they destroy they destroy everything. So that's the marshal of the Lion King. So I, I, I challenge you to go to any novitiate and, and, and find out that you heard about the Lion King. Anyway, uh, anyway, but anyway, but but it, but but if you think about that message, that that's really a message. Um, that that when you when you deal when you when you don't have when you don't have the right people doing the right things, there's a lot of problems. And vayavo vayavo vayavo. Now, what was the seventy coins? So the seventy coins. I think it's the Abarbanel who says that the seventy coins represented the seventy children of of um, of Gidon, who they were going to now they were going to destroy. And, and that was that was the idea of, of the seventy coins. That's why they gave him seventy coins, meaning we're picking you over the other the other the other group. And and that's and that's and that's what happened. That the seventy represented the destruction uh, of the family of Gidon, which is also a tragic story in itself, because he does so much to the Jewish people, and yet the next generation was wiped out. Right. Some, one of the good ones, right? So, Vayavo Beisaviv Ephrasa. So he came to his father's house in Ofra. Vayarog Esecha Bnei Yerubal Shivim Ish Eleven Achas. So he killed them all uh, uh, at one rock, meaning in one in one act. Vayivaser Yosam and Yerubal Katan Kinechpa. One one 
one of his brothers, one was able to hide, um, um, and and he and he he hid, and he was not he was not killed by um, by Avimel. Uh, we have a similar story later in later in the Navi in Malachim. There was a a, a woman, an evil woman, and it was Ataliyahu who tried to she actually tried to destroy Malchus based David, and almost did successfully. But one 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 descendant was hidden by the Kohanim. And, and later on came, was brought back out and reestablished the kingdom. So uh, the, the, this idea of him trying, you, you try to wipe out anyone who's a potential, uh, who's potentially a, a challenge to you, uh, that, that's, what, that's, what, that's what he did. So anyway, so now, now listen to this story. <laughs> this is an interesting story. So Yotam didn't just go into hiding. So that, that would have been his... If you asked, asked anyone, what should he have done? He should have disappeared out of, out, of, out of existence until the right time would be for him to come, to come back out, right? Uh, if I may, that's the, uh, the, that's the, since we're into movies tonight, that's the Star Wars Marshall, right? Luke and Leah are sent away until, until that, and, uh, and, and all the Jedi are sent away until the, time, until the time comes for them to come out. So that's what he should have done. He should have disappeared off the scene. But he doesn't do that. And it's interesting. Now listen to this story. Now it's a, it's a, it has a lot of pieces to this story. He, t- he tells the Jewish people a mashal. Listen to this. So the people of Shechem and this place called Beis Milo, they made Abimelech into, um, into the king. Uh, so the word came to Yosam. Now, now Yosam knew Abimel. I mean, he knew that he was the, the, the worst, the, the most immoral character, not someone who should have been, had, had ever been put in any position of anything. Right? So this is what he does. So, so the significance of Harak Rizim, so the Torah tells us that Hara Grizim and Hara Eval is the places of the bracha of Klo- and Klola. Um, that's the place where, where, where the confirmation of the Torah is supposed to take place. On one mountain, six shvatim stand and they say the brachas. On the other mountain, six shvatim stand and they say the Klolas. The Levim are in the middle. The Anuko, Levim, Yamru, Amen. That's the place of the confirmation of Torah. So Yosam goes to Hara Grizim. Which I don't think, it, true, it was geographically located by Shechem. But at the same time, I think there is a symbolic significance where, Yo, where Yosam was going to tell them that, that this is the spot where we are supposed to do the right thing, where we're supposed to confirm the Torah. So let me tell you what you're doing. And let me tell you that what you're doing is wrong. So he tells them this, this story. It's all a marshal. He says, he says, you should listen to me and, uh, and, and you should, uh, and Hashem should listen. Hello, hello, So he tells a parable that the trees, and the parable is, is, is about the trees. I remember in, uh, I remember in uh, Camp Morasha, uh, Rabbi Saul Berman used to tell every Shabbos the story of the animals. 
he, he would he would say over a drusha and he would and he would turn it into a story of the animals and it was, it was really it was a brilliant uh, uh, way because, because all you know as soon as he'd mention uh, Beryl the squirrel and uh, and Chaim the horse uh, all the kids you know it would it would look up so um, anyway so so he tells them a story a parable of trees he said and this is a story he tells them the trees were looking to make to find a king for themselves. Okay? So the first the first people they go to is the olives. They go to the olives. They tell the olives, be the king over us. Zayas says, well, we can't do that. He said, should I cause my richness to cease where Hashem and people honor me? He said, he said I, I can't. And I should go and I, and, I, and, I, and go to wave over the trees, meaning be in charge of the trees. So again, this is all a, a, a marshal. What's, what's the marshal? So, what was he saying? It was, so, number one, Rashi says the Zayas is compared to Asniel ben Kenaz. Asniel ben Kenaz was the first Shofate who was, who was a brilliant Talmud Chacham and a great leader. So, so he says, uh, you know, so that, so that was the first symbol. That really, so perhaps he was saying to them that your leader is supposed to come from Yehuda. But the Zayas said, Zayas said no, and he said, and he said, I, I am respected by people in Hashem. How am I accept, expected, um, respected? So writes the Mesudat David, Ki b'shem and Zayis, mechabdim es hamakom, baneiros hamenorah. He said, with olive oil, we light the, the menorah at the base of the mikvah. And that's, and with our Shabbos candles, some people use olive oil, the Shabbos candles, and Khan, uh, not, not at this point in the Tanakh, but, uh, ultimately, the Hanukkah candles, the, the what? Shem and Amishka, and all of those things. Yeah, that's the next part of Masudada. That's on Hashem b'mshichas ha'kohanim v'amilachim. He says, I am the source of, of the glory of the Jewish people. And I am the source of where Hashem smiles upon us. When we light the menorah and we and we pour the oil on the on the menachos or the, or the korbanos and we anoint the kohanim and we anoint the kings, he says, "You want me to to to, to give up that job and become the and become the ruler over all of us?" The Ramban says it's a it's an interesting Ramban because it's hard to really understand what the Ramban is saying. The Ramban says. Um, on Parshas Baloska. So, so you, know, uh, Ra, you know, Rashi has the famous question, what's the connection between um, the end of, uh, the beginning of Baloska, which is the mitzvah to fight the menorah, and, uh, and the mitzvah, and the, and the Nesim, the, the Kohanim, I'm um, uh, sorry, not the Kohanim, the Nesim bringing the Korbanos, which we're going to lay in, in a couple of weeks, uh, for the Chanukah Samizbeah, for the dedication of the Mishkan. So right away after that comes the mitzvah of the menorah. So Rashi has the famous question uh, that, that Aaron was upset because David Levy didn't participate. And, and when that happened, so Hashem said to him, He says, you have the mitzvah of the menorah, and you're going to light the menorah every day. So the Ramban asked the question, well, why the menorah? 
well, why not Korbanos? Why not? There's so many different things that the Kohanim did that that um, that was important. Why specifically what was the symbol of of Aaron's greatness and the greatness of the Kohanim only through the menorah? So the Ramban says it's a hint to Chama. So it's a hard, it's a hard, it's a hard uh, um, uh, Ramban to understand. Uh, somewhere, if you Google, uh, I think it's online. I, have, I wrote a whole piece on this topic, and it's also connected to the Yantav of Sukkot and Aaron. So okay, I'm going to get into the whole complicated piece. But essentially, what the Ramban is really getting at is that is that the Shemen Amishka, the Shemen Zayis, the oil is is a symbol of eternity. That the Kohanim fought fought that there should be Shemen Amishka. The Kohanim for the Shabbat Shem and Zayas in, in our lives, that there should be a menorah, that we should be lighting the Torah, and that, of course, light always represents the, represents the Torah. So, so, so Yosam said that the Shem and Zayas, who, who understood their role as being the light into the future of all throughout history, and as the Ramban was getting at, he says that even when there's no base of Migdash and their own Kohanim lighting, Candles in the base of Mida, we're going to have the story of Hanukkah. And Hanukkah is going to be connected to the Kohanim because the Kohanim are going to be the ones who are going to bring about uh, the, the, the miracle. That's what the Ramban is, is getting at. And, and that's what Yosam was getting at as well. He says that the, the olive oil was saying, how, how, can, I, how, can, I, how can I reject uh, uh, the, this, this role and walk away? Then, so then they go, then they go to the figs. So, so first, first it was the it was the olives. Now, now the figs. Um, he says maybe the figs should be the king. So the figs said, but my, my fruits are, so, are sweet and 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 good. Produce should should I should I give up all, all of that and and walk away? So uh, Rashi brings down that the fig was symbolic of Devora, um, that 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 Devora. The fig tree symbolized Devora, but just as the fig is sweet, so Devora was sweet to Israel, because she gave up all her personal concerns and devoted herself to the Jewish people. Her sweetness and ripe fruit were were the Torah she taught and her prophecy, and and. But the idea was, but she did not make herself the king. So how, so how could this guy make himself the king? Right. Tavas Tomer Devora. Right. Now Tavas Tena is the symbol of the base of Migdash. She was under the under the uh, palm tree, the, the date tree. Right. Um, anyway, so so then they went. Vayomer ate him Then they go. So then they go to the to the to the grapes, and they said the chiat. Uh, you should be the king on us. But should I should I stop my my, my production? That makes Hashem and people happy. And I should and I should be I should be in politics and, and be in charge and give up everything that I contribute. Um, what that brings down. It says Hamisameach on a Elokim on Hashem. So Mekan Samchul Sheino Rimshira Ela Alayayin. That any time that that we have praise and Simcha, it's always through wine. Simcha Ki and Basa Alayayin. As it says here, Shenema Hamisameach Elokim. So obviously the 
the symbolism of the wine is is the uh, pouring of the wine on the mizbeach, the uh, the drinking wine uh, as, as as a reaction to a simple uh, making kiddush or everything that wine represents in Jewish life. To, what, what, you know, we don't, we don't have major Jewish events without drinking wine, without without a kosher bracha. And, and he says, "How can I? How can I give that up?" You know, you know it's also the message here. Um, that that and, and I, I think that's the message that Yosam is trying to is trying to to send. The message is everyone has to know their role. You have to know your role in life. Don't try. Don't try. Don't try to be what you're not. Right, and it's, it's a famous uh, it's a famous idea when you go up to Shemayim. They don't ask you. They don't ask you why you are Moshe Rabbeinu. Moshe Rabbeinu had to be Moshe Rabbeinu. They ask you why you uh, and what you had to contribute to the world. Why did you live up to your potential? Uh, so, so if you could, if you can answer that question, then you're then you're in a great spot. But if you can't, then, yeah, then you're in trouble. But 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 this is the message here. That everyone has to have, and someone who should not be ruling should not be ruling. Ali Melak was was the lowest of the all of them, and he shouldn't be the king, you know. And that was also the lesson that Shmuel, who's author here, Shmuel, when he went to anoint David Melak, Shmuel, Shmuel looks at, at each brother of David and looks at a, through a small prism. Wow, this one was good looking, handsome. He must be. He's got to be. And no, he said, you know, Kaddish Baruch taught him a lesson. No. Looks can be deceiving. Don't judge a book by its cover, right? Right. I, 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 you know, uh, we, we said on Yom Kippur, Kaddish Baruch Hu's Bochein Klayos Valev. He uh, he looks inside us. He he sees what's in what's 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 in our organs and what's in our feelings, and 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 that's the message that Yosem was sending. He says everyone needs to have their role. The Zayis needs needs to produce oil so we can light the menorah. The wine needs to produce needs to produce the wine so we can have nisachayaya on the mizbeach. We could celebrate on yanta. We can make a hasana. We could make kiddush on Shabbos. All, all of those things. And that's really ultimately that's the mushroom. By yomu kol ha'itzim el ha'atad, and then the trees go to the thorn. And and the and and the thorn says and they ask the thorn to be the king. Think about this. Think where we're going. Think, think where we're going with this already. And he says, "Vayomer ha'atad el ha'itzim im be'amesa temoshkim osilam melachaleim bol chasub etzili." He says, "If you want me to be the king, come in my shade." Be'amayin teitzei esh ben ha'atad the solchalos arzei halavano. But if not, then the flame may come forth from the thorn and consume the cedars of of Lebanon. So, so what? what so he doesn't respond. In the same way, he doesn't say, you know, thorns are not something sought after. People don't want to be don't, don't want to be part of a thorn tree. Uh, you don't want to touch a thorn tree. That's not what he says. He says, yeah, hey, you know, he says, maybe, maybe I could be. Um, and and I, I think that's where that's where the mushal kind of takes on. Yeah. Now, so so this is what he says. So look at parts of Tezayin. We mentioned the we mentioned the Zion. Right. Also, Rashi says that each of these trees are people. We said it was Asniel ben Kanaz was the olives, and Devora was uh, was the not the olives. Yeah, the olives. And uh, and Devora was the Teena, 
Gidon was the was the was the was the wine, and so Rashi has that whole that whole idea that he that he was saying that look at those people and those people didn't become the king. So how, how, what kind of goal do you have to, to to put yourself above all of those people who clearly were and we saw we discussed last week Gidon would have been accepted as the king over all the Jewish people because because the normal people knew exactly who he was and we are taught plus the design. In the MS of Samim Asisa, Batamlich was Abimel. He says, if, if, if you acted with honesty and sincerity and you made Abimel king, Bim Toba Asisim and Yurubal Bim Basi, and if you did, if you've done good with the house of Yurubal, which is Gidon, the Inkigmul Yadav Asisim Lam. And if you've acted towards him corresponding to the kindness of his hands, Asher Nilcham Avi Alechem, that my father um, fought for you. Um, he casted his his soul, uh, you know, against the enemy. Everything my father did for you was for good. That he fought for you. And he endangered his life. And he should have retained him for everything that he did. But today, what did you do? You didn't, you didn't do anything good. You did quite the opposite. You wiped out his house. You killed all his children. And you, and you made, who did you make king? Because he had a connection to you. And, and he said, he said, he says that that if you want him, good, we'll go with him. So he he, he predicts that, that that this is going to turn into a, a great disaster, and and nothing good is going to come out of this. So interesting, he he kind of before he, he left, I guess he protected himself that Abimelech couldn't get to him. He 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 warns the Jewish people and says, you know, and, and he uses uh, Derek Moshe. He uses he uses the parable of, of, of all the trees. And again, I, I really think the message is, is people knowing their place and making the right decisions. Also, that's also part. It's not just to know your place, but it's it's the need to make good decisions. If you don't make good. If you don't make good you decisions, then 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 economics in forty-seven years of being. If you don't make if you don't make good decisions, then then bad things happen. And. And this is what he told them: You made a bad decision. You didn't act with with with, good, with midos like Jewish people are supposed to act. You didn't have you didn't have the sense of uh, of a korasato for my for my my home after all my father had done for you, and now and now you're gonna be now you're gonna be in trouble. And then it says he runs and he hides because uh, obviously he doesn't wanna he doesn't wanna be uh, uh, endangered by by Abimel. So, so let's see what happens a little bit. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't think we're going to finish the whole thing, but let's see the whole thing. I have a lot of things I was going to say, but all right, let's go. Vayashar Avimelech. Interesting word. 
Vayasar means Avimelech Al Yisrael Shalosh Shalom, means he ruled over the Jewish people for three years. Vayasar, Sar, normally we say Vayimloch, Vayinaha, Vayinahag, they led, they rule, they rule. Vayasar, Sar, what's a Sar? Sar is an officer, meaning he, he, he acted with Sarara, meaning, meaning he ruled over them very harshly. It's, uh, it, you know, he was a scary figure. <laughs> he, he wasn't someone who you really wanted uh, to, be, to be in charge, to be in charge with you. And, and that's the, that's the Lashon that the Novi uses. Vayishlach Elohim Ruach Ra'a. Now, Vayin Avimel, Vayin Baalishchem, Vayiv Gedu Baalishchem Baalimel. HaKadosh Baruch Hu created trouble um, as, as Masudat Siyam points out, he caused hatred and, and the fights between the people of Shechem and Avimel. What I didn't point out, I forgot to point this out at the beginning of it tonight, that this, what makes this story unique as opposed to the other stories, it's the same story of Sefer Shoftim, trouble, inside that because people weren't doing the right thing but what makes this story unique is that the trouble was from the inside like this was not this is not a story of uh, of a foreign enemy coming and persecuting this is there's no moab there's no midjan there's no there's no uh sisera it, it's an it, internal strife kodesh baruch uh, right and that's the sometimes that's the worst kind of strife well, what do we say there's no fight like the family fight right uh if you studied uh, world war one history that was the biggest family fight in, in the history of the world. All three, uh, the, the, the Khazar and the, all those other guys, they were all cousins to each other. They were all related. And then look what, look what happened. Um, anyway, um, so, so that, that's a change in the motif of Sefer Shoftim, but it's not a change in the story. The story is that because the Jewish people completely rejected a Kodesh Baruch rejected even the, you know, you know, you know, in some of the stories that we spoke about, you know, we spoke about really Asniel ben Kenaz was the show, and then there was space before Ehud ben Geira came. Yeah, there was 40 years, 80 years. There was space. Here, there was no space. You don't die. Their children are right there. Like, like you know, it's the same thing. Uh, you know, the Pusik says, Shelo Yada is Yosef, right? Paro didn't know Yosef. So, so Rashi comments, ah, what if he didn't know Yosef? I did not know Yosef. So Rashi says, I saw it smoke. He acted like he did. And this is the story here, by the way. Uh, it's the same idea that they acted as if Kidon didn't exist. And, you know, and, and Mitzrayim, you know, the Jewish people were all over the land. What do you mean? You didn't know yours. Same thing here. The children. So, so what's interesting, so he, so he has to get rid of the children because, because as long as they live, they're a threat to him. Not, not, but not just a political threat to him. They're, they're, they're a threat from the, from the entire Jewish people. Uh, and, you know, it's very similar to Paro. Paro was the, was the handbook of all anti-Semites. But Paro had to, had to get the, the Mitzrim to stop looking favorably upon the Jewish people. And that's what he does. And it's the same thing here, that if the, if the children of Gidon are around, maybe somebody will say, wait a second. They look, look at the family has done for us, and we can't let this guy, we can't let this guy uh, uh, rule. So anyway... So, but, so they, 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 they started to rebel. Um, 
לעבור חמש שבעים בני ירובל, ודמם לשום על אבימלך אחיכם אשר הרג אותם, ויבל אשכם אשר חזקו את ידיו להרוג את אוכל. So that violence against the 70 sons of Yerubal will come back upon, and their blood would be placed upon Avimelech, their brother who murdered them, and upon the inhabitants of Shechem, who strengthened his hands to murder his brothers. Meaning, meaning now, Lotzulomar, it says the Mesudat David, may Hashem haisa. This rebellion of the people of Shechem, this unrest that, that took place, was a punishment from heaven. Laman yavo gemula chamas, shecham suamalucham ibnei gidam. And it's because of the, yeah, it's because of the, uh, lovely, uh, it's because of the, of the, interesting, the word Hamas, Hamas means, oh, you mean complete corruption, because of the corruption and the, the murder that they did to Bnei Gidon, the Gavul Damam, Lasuma Onesh Al-Avimel Hasher and ultimately punishment is going to come upon Avimel. So, so even, even in his, uh, even in his uh, overtake of the kingdom, you know, you know, the Megillah tells us that Ahasuerus uh, made a party in the third year. So Gemara says that what happened in the third year? The third year is the first time he was able to breathe, meaning his kingdom was, was solidified. And, and, and that's one of the reasons why he made the party. And the other reason Gemara says, because he thought that uh, the 70 years of the Gullus was up and, we, and the Jewish people were not returning, so he made a party. Uh, that's a separate discussion. But anyway, um, Avimelech is not given, the punishment from heaven is he's not given that luxury of ever having a moment where, oh, okay, okay, this, yeah, this is work, uh, th this is working. So it, it said, so they, they set up, Ma'arvim um, is, what's the word, ambush, so the, so they started setting up ambushes around Shechem, um, and they were they were going to go after Avimel. Now the ambushes. So it says that Vayigzalu biyosam masmidim lasheves yichidim arashe harem liaki bimardo Avimelah asu ayasha beinayim. It says that they they did whatever they wanted because they were it was an act of rebellion. So it became totally corrupt, and they just did. They they became also like like mercenaries. And then the word came to Avimelech that he can't, if he enters Shem, he's going to be um, in, in big trouble. So, so all of this, so Avimelech takes over through a great amount of corruption, and it all, and it all starts to, 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 come, to come apart. Um, you know, the, uh, there's a story, you know, after the 1940, you know, how did, how did uh, uh, Abdul Gamal Nasser come to power? Uh, he came to power because his predecessor, King Farouk, was the, was the most corrupt uh, human being on this earth. And, and, uh, and it came out after one of the wars, uh, I don't remember which one, maybe, probably, I guess 56, uh, I don't remember, maybe, maybe 48. Uh, after one of the wars, it came out that the, some of the weapons that the, the Egyptian armies were carrying, uh, the bullets were duds. And and uh, and he like he sold out. Uh, he basically sold out his country for his own for his own corruption. Ultimately, corruption doesn't work. You know, uh, Nixon resigned because eventually uh, all, all that went on and Watergate came, came back to him. And, and and it comes out. You know, eventually it all it, it all comes out. Uh, uh, well, that too. Well, well that that too. 
but 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 eventually it 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 comes back to you. Um, and and that's what happened to Avi Melov. Uh, he he took over and and with total corruption, with, with murder and and you know, with mercenaries, with, with bad people. Um, he surrounded himself with bad people, and and there was there was a complete rejection of Gidon and his family after after Gidon had done so much to save the Jewish people, gave his entire life to make sure that there was peace in the land, uh, and all that started to come back. And the Kodesh Baruch caused that there be a rebellion that will take place, um, and we'll see. The story gets pretty bad, um, anyway. But I think we're going to stop here for tonight because it's getting late. Um, uh, those of us who are here may not want to go outside right now, but uh, but uh, those of you who are home have the advantage of not having to deal with the rain. Okay, Mr. Shem, thank you all for joining. A very nice crowd tonight, I see. Um, uh, Mr. Shem, we will continue next Sunday night. Uh, we will, I will leave you in suspense what happens to the leader, Avi Melech, and we'll see, and hopefully we're going to go on to better stories uh, and safer shows. Not that there are too many good stories, but in the end, uh, they turn out to be uh, good stories. Have a good night and have a, have a good week. Um, if anybody is interested um, in nightly halacha, which takes place at 9 p.m. every every night for, for 10 to 12 minutes, um, you can email me at RabbiWeiss2035 uh, at gmail. That's RabbiWeiss2035 at gmail.com, um, and I will send you the link. Um, it's Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday nights at, at uh, 9 o'clock. Have a good week, everyone, and uh, Mr. Shem, I look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you, Rabbi. Bye-bye.